This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watch us on YouTube, listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Start with Chris, add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID, with your host, Chris. Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. Hello, how the devil are you all? Welcome along. (coughs) Excuse me, it's a big one. Well, if I don't say it, nobody else will. We've got Wolves at home. Um, This really was probably harder than it possibly could have been because of how Wolves have been doing these last couple of games. But we will come on to that. This is the preview. Um, And uh, you are watching LTID TV on Leicester Till I Die. We are live, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. And uh, if you are listening on the podcast, thank you so very much for joining us. We are on all major podcast platforms. And if you have one of them smart speaker things, say, oi, missus, play the podcast, Lester, till I die. Um, And, of course, you can find us all over the place. There they all are, just a few of them down there. We're on everything, as Dan used to say, we're everything except OnlyFans. Once I negotiate a contract... I will be on that as well. How are we feeling about this game? Uh, Jay is in. Hi, Jay. How are you? Um, and he says, let's get the three points. It's a must. Uh, I think we must win Saturday. I'm pleased with our second half at the Etihad, which we will sort of touch on as well. But I think uh, I think we all are. I think it gave us a false hope. I don't know. Let's ask. Well, look. We are a third of the way towards Christmas. So I guess it's good to have one of the third, one of the three wise old men in, isn't it? Good evening, Craig. <laughs> Welcome along. Did you see what I did there? I, I did see what you did. Very good. 
Good evening and uh, hello everyone. Hope you're all well. Uh, indeed, new time getting a little, a little bit earlier because mm. um, we, as I said before, we came live. Some people have work in the morning. Uh, some of us have got early retirement, and we can sit here and laugh at those that haven't. Uh, let's first we'll go back. Um, presumably, you've seen the match, Manchester City. I know you didn't go. No, I did see it. Yeah, I yeah. did indeed. Was a bit um, worried. We all were. After 20 minutes, I was fuming, and yeah. Southampton fans on, on, on many of the uh, blogs online were sort of saying, oh, here we go, this will be 10, our record's going to go, we're not going to win that much. And I sat there thinking, you could be right. <laughs> it was very worrying. But, <coughs> excuse me, let me ask you, we'll only just quickly touch on this, because I've done it to death, but I just like getting other people's thoughts. Uh, the Jamie Vardy incident. Now, it peed me off you know, with a smile with Harland, the joking. Uh, he went to cover his mouth, which was presumably so nobody yeah. could see what he was saying. Um, Half-time walking off the pitch, wouldn't be happy, but I'd be I'd kind of get mm -hmm. it. Full-time, maybe even. But not just when you're about to kick off after you've conceded the third goal in 20 minutes. <coughs> I mean, it could have been some comment about his record, to be honest. Um you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't feel it as much as, you know, other people did. Mm. You know, yeah, you, you do want them to be fully concentrated on it. I would imagine it was just some sort of throwaway comment about, you know, um, in making sure that he hangs on to his record. It's all he's got, kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. I can, I can understand how other people would uh, get a little bit annoyed about it. I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but. You know, it's, it's not like it adversely affected his game, is it? No, no. <laughs> it could only affect it one way, I exactly. guess. Um, exactly. Before we start, start looking at some of the early comments that are coming in, what do you think of the Man City game overall? I mean, like I say, those first 20 minutes were like, well, God, here we go. Uh, I found a lot out about the team. I mean, I didn't realise that you could actually were allowed to make substitutions at half-time. So I, I learned that, and I also learned that we were actually able to make um, five substitutions. I thought mm -hmm. it was only certain teams that could do that. So I learned a lot. But go on, then give me give me your thoughts on the the overall game. A uh, couple of things, yeah, definitely a much improved second half. Mm -hmm. uh, but it has to be tempered with the fact that they did take a couple of players off and naturally probably took their foot off the gas a little bit because of the game that they had in midweek last night. And yeah. as it proved, yeah. they got a very positive result. Um, but having said that, you know, we still created chances. I think I know that there's some on the channel who love a, love a stat and others that don't. Um, it's funny enough, but RXG was actually higher than Man City's. Um, mm. at the end of that game in terms of, you know, because we, we created three or four really good chances in the second half. Again, we weren't clinical enough. You know, get get one of those, whether it's uh, Madders or, or um, Kelechi's late one. Yeah. Sets up a bit of a finish. But I don't think we were helped in the first half by having um, a traffic cone at, uh, at centre-forward, to be honest. Um I, I wasn't sure whether I would ever see someone move less than Steve Howard. Ironically, also at the Etihad many years ago when we played them in a um, 
in a League Cup game, and, and I went to that game, and Steve Howard, I'm not sure, I think he had some kind of tag that wouldn't allow him to go out the centre circle. <laughs> uh, and I got pretty much the same feeling with Jamie Vardy, to be honest. If you're playing as any striker, and particularly a lone striker, mm. your first job is to be an outlet. Now, that means if the ball's down with the left back, you get over to that side to create a ball down the line for him to, so they can get out, so the team can get out. Same way on the on the right hand side, but too often he wasn't he wasn't making a move over to those sides. So I think we found it difficult to get out, other than just lumping it and giving it them back. You know, I th- I think that role is pivotal, particularly when you're playing a team like Man City and you don't get much of the ball. You've got to be able to keep it. So him not offering much, I, I thought was really disappointing, and I don't think it helped our overall first no. half performance. I mean, do you think? I mean, I'm I'm hoping uh, that Dean Smith is looking at this with well, whatever you know, it could be that I'm only here for the you know next eight games, so it doesn't matter who I upset or whatever. Now, I've 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 put Jamie Vardy in as in fairness, Sadler did to, to try and appease the crowd. Yeah. I think Sadler did that. Yeah, I think the Vardy inclusion might have been more down to Craig Shakespeare coming back, I and mean, it's great yeah, yeah. to see him back. Let me just say. Um, hopefully he'll get a really warm welcome tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow on Friday, on Saturday, or <laughs> any day. Um, but he he was he had the same amount of touches as Kelechi and Ochenacho. So we can't say mm-hmm. that, Kel, that that you know that that uh, Kells had you know more of the game or anything like that. Yeah. But he never had a shot, Jamie Vardy. You know, yeah, I mean. I- I don't think he did. He get any touches in the final third? I, I very, he, very few, very few. He just didn't affect the game, you no. know. And you know, particularly in the position we're at, you need eleven players p- affecting the game. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we've got a couple of other players who do affect the game, but in an adverse way. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, Vardy didn't affect it at all for me, and it's it's sad to see because you can understand a little bit of sharpness going, a little bit of pace going. What I'm what I'm missing is the desire. And that seems to have gone for me. You know, it apart is. from little bursts like he did in the in the last home game where, where he got a start and he clattered into a couple of players. But to be honest, you know, we could do that. You know, you, you need more from your centre forward. Oh definitely, definitely. And I mean Kalechi, like you say Got the goal, uh, although, I mean, everybody was saying, well, I my mean, grandmother could have got that, you know. So, well, you know. Uh, you got to be well, there. He had to be there, exactly, exactly. Had Madison decided not to go for glory, and let's be honest with you, if it hadn't gone for glory and it had bounced off a defender, we'd have all been saying, why didn't you just shoot? So, he, he, he yeah. can't win. Uh, and had that not hit the post and gone in, we could have looked at a, been looking at a very different result. Um, yeah. But look, to me, I think Man City showed us um, the respect of putting mm. all the, the, the big boys out. Um, and of course, they took them off because, like you said, they had the game coming up. But they did what they had to do, which was they, they've got to keep the pressure up on Arsenal, which is winning. You know, <laughs> Arsenal are, are maybe beginning to sort of mm. falter a little bit. Okay, it's only one game, but you know what I mean. They had to do that, and they had to come out. And what they wanted to do was put the game to bed early and 
therefore be ready for Wednesday night. So they've taken all the big guns off and what have you. But still, um, they did show us the respect. But I still say that wouldn't have happened in the second half if if City had done the same and Brendan Rodgers was in charge. Um, Potentially not. Potentially not. I mean, again, I do think we have had the rough end of the stick this season. I mean... What was it a couple of seasons ago where Vincent Company banged one in the top corner for, yes. a, for the best goal he's ever scored? John Stones hit him on with his left foot. I mean, he's probably yeah. that left foot gets used for standing on and he sort of smashes a half volley into the top corner. Yes. Then we give them the second one with um, old Wilf doing his ballet dancing. Um, <laughs> and then the third, again, I mean, how many mistakes in that third shocking pass from KDH? Yeah. And again, a bally, uh, a bally dancer tackle in the middle of the pitch from, uh, no offence to any bally dancers who may be watching, such as yourself. No, um, no we, we, there's nothing wrong with a bit of ballet, a bit of Swan Lake. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so we, we didn't help ourselves, let's put it that way. We're, we're unfortunate with the, the worldie from uh, John Stones. And yeah. then we, we basically handed the others on the, on a plate to them. So, you know, that they... They would probably have had enough if they wanted to really go at it, but I don't think we're helping ourselves at the moment. We're not. We're not. We do manage to shoot ourselves in the foot quite. And they do say, don't they, with football, when it's going against you, it goes against you. Yeah. Yeah. When you think of how many sort of unlucky goals, own goals, worldies that have been scored against us this season, you do start to think, you know, whether something's. Uh, Against you, I mean the Traore goal for for Villa, you know, mm. first touch, uh, virtually his first touch in his first game for and first goal for eighteen months. Yes. Um, Son scoring three worldies in a game when he's he hasn't scored three for the rest of the season. Yes. It's just, yeah. you know, there, there has been a, a lot going against us as well. Yeah. Well, let's just have a look at a few comments before we um, delve into the Wolves game. Um, um, BT Bobby, uh, I'm a Wolves fan. What are your thoughts on the well? We're just going to come on to that then in a second, BT. But you are welcome along. We always uh, are happy to have fans from the opposition popping on. And if you fancy, and give us your thoughts, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah, indeed, give us your yeah, you know. Um, or do you feel like you're safe now, you know, because you know, you, you, you're up on 30, uh, 34. Four points, is it or something? I think you know you you've got to be feeling pretty happy. Uh, Jay says Wolves will lose to us. Now, Nate in from America. Good evening, Nate. How are Nate. you? Uh, Jay, home with Madison Daka and Nacho three uh, nil. We'll see who who is going to go with. We will be asking the my wise old co-host here what his starting lineup will be later. Uh, Anthony's big up, mate. How the devil are you? He's going for a two-one Leicester win. I like the I like the cut of that man's jib. I've got to be honest with you. I've always said that, Anthony. You're a good man. Uh, Scott is in. Good evening. How are you? Uh, Vardy should not have played as a loan. No, we 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 know we know now that is quite correct. ODH is in. Good evening. Um, if Dean Smith kept us up, would you consider him for the job next season? Okay. I ask you that, um, Craig. I mean, he's he's earned the uh, the right, hasn't he? I think he will have earned the right, to be honest. And uh, if there's a reaction to that three, you know, the three that have come in yeah. uh, and a positive reaction, then it would be very harsh to uh, ditch them. 
I yeah. would hope that if they kept us up, we would give them a chance, but also be working in the background to have a plan ready this time. Yeah. If it didn't work out. I mean, you can imagine if they keep us up, we ditch them and then whoever comes in doesn't do a particularly good job. You know, they're, they're, they're up against, uh, they'll find a losing battle there against uh, the public perception yeah. of what they've done. So I think there's every chance that if they keep us up, they'll get um, at least a crack at the, the start of the next season. I know. I, I, even if they take us down, who could? I don't. You know, no. who could be better at bringing us up? I mean, I know that they are big fans of Potter. Um, we might be better off going for Potter. Maybe after the next job, you know, you could say, "Is he damaged now?" If we go down, Potter's not going to come. His, his stock is even after Chelsea. I think a lot of people accept that it wasn't all his fault. Um, so his stock's still reasonably high, so we won't get him if we go down. Uh, but if we go down, I don't, I, I just wonder who would be better at bringing us up, Nathan Jones? I don't think so, you know. So it's worth sticking with them, I think, if we go down. Now, please, just for, I know you've said it once already, but Boris is in, and I respect Boris's opinions, totally respect him, uh, his opinions, but he is, um, I'm not he's the number one Vardy fan. He is so he is the head of the Leicester Till I Die Jamie Vardy Appreciation Society. Uh but he said the inability of our midfield to set up Vardy was the main fault. Uh, for me, you know, there's a there's a connection between midfield and, and the strikers, and particularly Vardy. I agree to that extent. But when you look up, you've got to be able to see someone who is starting to make a move. Mm. You can't look up, see him static, and then hope that he makes the run. The striker yeah. will always have to make the run. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, again, I'm not asking him to do that. What I'm asking him to work the line. You know, if, if you can see your fullback under pressure with the ball, all you've got to do is move from the centre circle to that yeah. wing to allow them an out ball. We're not I asking think- him to chase around... And, and closing down, and there was no way that he could do all the closing down around no. all those defenders. No. Not asking him for that. What I was asking for is for him to be an out ball when we're under pressure, and, it, and yeah. he didn't do that for me. No. Uh, Boris, I think, is also the number one wind-up merchant in the chat as well, so let's not get too panicky. Scott, uh, and if regards to Smith staying on, I have to say no, to be honest, uh, but to be grateful if he kept us up. The thing is, Again, we are not the club that we were two or three seasons ago. The sort of manager that we would have attracted when we were, you know, fifth for two seasons running is not the sort of manager we'll now attract if we manage just to stay up. I'm sorry, but it's true. And yes, we're still a Premier League club. And yes, that has a certain attraction. But, you know, got to be totally honest with you. Uh, let's say, you know, Leeds just stay up. Are Leeds as, as big an attraction as a, a Brighton or a Brentford at the moment? No, they're not. And I'm afraid, unfortunately, no are Leicester. Um, Leon, well, what can I say? So true. <laughs> Very good. Hey. hey. Um, I can't keep that pressure on, though, Leon. Uh, Craig, have you been watching Billy Elliot recent Bally dancing films? Uh, I did he, Billy Elliot at, uh, at Curve, to be fair, and it was very good. Yeah, you, you, you're talking to a man of culture here, Scott. You really are. Uh, Leicester for Life is in. Um, 
I'm just going to ignore uh, Boris now. The Blue Fox is in. Good evening. Uh, Bit is in. Evening, Chris. I think we'll win 3 0. I hope so. Fingers crossed we will. Fingers crossed. I'd take that now. Um, I don't want Vardy, uh, Dean. I don't know if Chris uh, saw, he probably did. But he, yes, well, we, we spoke that. Uh, we did touch on that, didn't we, uh, Craig? Yeah. Um, what position were we in when Brendan came in? I think it was about 11th or something, wasn't it? It was mid-table. I don't think we were this low down. No. And I, no, think I, think, Brendan... I think maybe maybe 14th or something. I, you know, we weren't... We weren't... I think they acted before we got... Very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think... I, I think uh, we... They reacted last time before we got dragged into... Um, yeah. Uh, a, a relegation battle and I think you know uh, I think uh, Rogers came in gave us a lifeline and um, that's for any Spandau fans that managed to get that one uh, and then uh, and then he, he he went on to do what he's done with us so um, mm. yeah but I don't think we were we were backed uh, back down in, in a relegation no. battle when he came no thing is Andrew I would run through the barricades for you, and it's just using my instinction. <sighs> Shall we quit? Shall we quit now? Shall we have the agreement? We'll quit now. I think we? so. Yeah, I think it's for, I think it's for the best. Um, yeah, we don't we don't need this pressure on to keep coming up with uh, Spandau songs. Oh, yeah, I love I, I love is we're dragging Craig into this. <laughs> we, are, we are pulling him down to our level. <laughs> what we like so we have a game on saturday it's wolves um early feelings about this one um quietly confident i would say um andy madley not as confident as i was <laughs> no. <laughs> no um yeah quietly confident i say you know it's the first home game for the new uh management trio hopefully the the fans will be in good voice uh and we hit the ground running i think that's really important i think the start that we have to the game will dictate the way it goes we can't sit back we need no. to come out of the blocks and get the crowd with us and use that and try and get ourselves ahead in the game i think you know even if we want to two up i think we will have nervy moments uh that we have to see through but i'm i'm quietly Confident. I mean, in, in some ways, I'm wondering whether this because I think the second half against Man City, and mm. we do forget, like you say, they did take all their big guns off. But like I say, right, let's say that they, they took Haaland off, they brought Alvarez on. I mean, not a bad, mm. not a bad sub to have sat on the bench, is it? Right. Not um, bad at all. But is that? Do you think giving us false confidence? Um. No, I wouldn't say it was false confidence because we know that we've we've got some good players. Mm. You know, we, we we've got some good players. We've got a good team. Um, what they haven't got is confidence at the moment, and I would hope that they would have taken some of that confidence from that second half performance, uh, and taken that into a good week's training, yeah, uh, and then come out refreshed um, after a, a, a virtually a full week, um, and, and come out and put on a performance. Um, Knowing full well that we've got another massive game three days later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, potentially bigger, really. Mm. Um, 
and, and I'm, I'm dreading saying this because you know what Leicester are like. If there's a record there to be broken, we help the other team break it. Okay. Uh, Wolves have not won at um, the KP uh, Stroke Walkers, whichever they've, they've played at, while we've been in the Premier League. Right, okay. So um, if they do, it will be their first one. Uh, we've, we've beaten them three times at, at our place. Um, and, well, four wins to us, three to us. I mean, the chances are it's going to be high scoring because it always seems to be against Wolves, doesn't it? Um, I don't know, Chris. I mean, we, we had the 4-0 away at their place, but I, I seem yeah. to remember a couple of 1-0s at home. I think oh, we no, had we have, first... but we've had a couple we of 5s We had a first game well. of the season, didn't we? We had a first game of the season. I think we beat them 1-0 last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. With a Vardy, a brilliant piece of uh, Pereira skill and then a Vardy flick at the near post. Mm. Um, you know, it, it could be one of those that's going to be quite tight and tense because, you know, they're not a, an out-and-out attacking team, are they? So, um, no. I think no. they'll be looking to keep it tight. Um Well, as you can see there, the recent games, like you say, have been tighter. Just go through these stats. So this is the run-up um, to the game for the two teams, the form guide. Not looking good for Leicester, looking better. Unbeaten in three mm -hmm. for Wolves. Uh, they got yeah. the draw with Forrest, um, which probably was probably one of the best, better results for us at the time. Uh, mm -hmm. They beat Chelsea, which in a normal season, you look at that and go, eh, well done, really good game. But I mean, it's this year, probably not. Uh, I still can't believe that they've replaced Potter with Lampard. Um, <laughs> and they beat Brentford, um, something we've not been able to do. Yeah. So they're, they're the ones that are going into this on a, on a high, really, aren't they? They are, but uh, again, on a couple of home games. Um, and again, you know, when, when they get a big crowd in there, the, the crowd gets behind them. And that, again... They have decent players who can keep possession. So, mm. uh, you know, it, it could be in many ways a similar game uh, for us that we don't have as much possession as we would tend to like. Yeah. Uh, but we need to do something with the possession that we've got. Um, and, and hopefully he'll pick a formation that allows us to do that. Yeah. Jay, we did touch on that earlier, but I'll start the question and come back to it again at the end for you. I mean, there's the table, um, Craig, and Wolves mm. in thirteenth with thirty-four points, and we, you know, a lot of a lot of you know those in the know have said that thirty-four might just be enough this season. Might could be could be even less. Mm. Uh, and uh, do you think that you know they might be on the beach, or or I think they probably feel they still need a couple of points just to be sure of staying up. I, I think they will be of the opinion, not knowing they're running, um, because I'm uh, notoriously badly prepared. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that they would be looking at if they can take points away and win their home games, that will see them through. So, yeah. hence, I think they would see a point here as a very good result for them. Uh, we don't get any closer and it's a, a point closer to survival for them. Yes. Well, just looking at how games could affect us uh, this weekend, because we've notoriously not taken advantage of when we've had easy games and other teams have had hard games, because other teams seem mm -hmm. to pull victories out the, 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 the window. I mean, Friday night, Arsenal are hosting Southampton. You've got to think 
that's going to be an Arsenal win, haven't you? You would hope so. And Arsenal need a result, don't they? After the last two yes. games where they've let two goal leads slip, yes. you yes. would think that if they get a couple up, they're going to go for the jugular and make sure they get three or four. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, you would hope that that's going to be a uh, a home win there. Palace are hosting Everton. Um, I don't think we're going to have the decision with Everton as to what um, the outcome with the you know regarding the FFP and the money and all that is. Yeah. It is. Uh, I think I for me, the, I think the Premier League are waiting to see if if Everton you know go down by themselves, and if they do, um, then <laughs> they don't have to worry because it's not their problem. Um, but they are in trouble, Everton. I mean, Southampton. People are writing Southampton off, but they're only two points behind us. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let, let's remember that. Um, and you know, Everton are literally only two points above us. Mm-hmm. We can we could do with a Palace win here. And oh, definitely. You can't see Palace not doing it. I mean, we all laughed. <laughs> Roy Hodgson riding back into town. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, three wins out of three, you know, yeah. and, and scoring goals for fun, as it seems. So, no, I mean, I, I think he's looked at, at what he's got there, keep it tight at the bat and just get it to those front players that they've got. You know, they've got a lot of talent there. Um, and uh, and he, he seems to be just playing to the formula, as it were. Um, so I would hope that uh, Palace will do us a favour there and, and take those points off. Um, yes. Everton. Yes, I would hope so. Fulham, I mean, we, I did a show the other night actually with um, uh, with a few fans from the different clubs around us. Predicting cheers for the update, games. Yeah. No, I'm just saying cheers for the update, Scott. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I was hoping that West Ham were going to actually do better in Europe because it might take their mind off uh, <laughs> um, mm. the, 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 the league. But uh, no, I spoke to um, a fan, uh, a West, I had a West Ham and an Everton fan on. Uh, the relegation debate, and uh, the Everton fan was almost resigned to going down, um, and the West Ham fan seemed to be quite happy to go down if it meant they won the Conference League. Uh, right. So uh, I, I don't know about that, but uh, that would be interesting. But yeah, um, we we will wait and see with uh, mm. West Ham. Uh, Leicester obviously got Wolves. Fulham hosting Leeds. Um, mm. I mean, Leeds got absolutely hammered, didn't they, by by by, uh, by Liverpool? But then, yeah, um, they they beat them earlier in the season. Leeds have got the habit of pulling the game out of the hat again. Um, could you see them getting anything? No Mitrovic for this game still. Um, to be honest, I thought I thought Everton would beat them, uh, Fulham. Um, uh, when uh, Fulham were away at Everton at the weekend and they came away from there with a 3-1 win, I, I think. Um, Leeds, I mean, Leeds are not in a position, I don't think, to go swashbuckling, having conceded 11 goals in the last two home games Yes, to Palace and Liverpool. So their first thought, I would have thought, must be keep it tight and stay in the game, um, which might allow Fulham to come onto them. So... The best I could see Fulham get uh, uh, Leeds getting there would be a point, to be honest. Well, let, let, let us hope so. Liverpool hosting Forest again. Mm. You would think, come on! I mean, I was just on in the chat on Doug's channel before I came in here, mm. and I went like, come on again, Doug, one job. 
<laughs> you didn't do it for us earlier in the season. Surely, yeah. Nottingham Forest are awful, absolutely awful. Now, come on, you know, if Nottingham, if Everton lose to to, to uh, Palace, which you'd think they, they possibly would, if Liverpool can, can beat Nottingham Forest, and I can't believe I'm saying if they can, yeah. <laughs> but that is how they've been this season. We will be if we beat Wolves, we're out the bottom three. Yeah, I think that's you know. Um, I was very annoyed with uh, Rogers, um, who kept saying the beauty of it is that it's in our own hands. Um, yeah. yeah, I, it's not really, is it? You you need others to to do your fight. I know technically yeah. it is. If you win all your games, you're going to stay up. But the one thing that annoyed me is there's no beauty in a relegation battle. I don't know why he kept saying there was any beauty at all. Um, then that was that's Brendan, and I think he, he saw it as another feather in his cap if he kept us up. And okay. to be honest, you know, he won't have us being relegated on his CV, so um, so he's got away with that anyway. Either way, he, he won't have it on his CV. But I mean, I was He'll talking to um, a, well, the West Ham fan last night, and I was saying um, uh, on Monday night, sorry, whenever it was, and I was saying to him because he was saying, "Oh, Brendan Rodgers has been linked with us." I'm saying, for God's sake, don't. I said, I said, you, you, you're actually better off with sticking with Moyes than you are getting Brendan Rodgers in. But that's football. You, you know, you, you crap at a job when you walk into another one in a few weeks. Yeah, and you know, to be fair to him, he wasn't crap forever, was he? You know, we did have two top six finishes and we did win the FA Cup. So I think managers have, like players at clubs, have time spans, and and his his time was up. I think when you get to a point where you know, you can't motivate the players anymore, then it's time to move on. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. And finally, the other game that will affect us, Bournemouth, West Ham. Uh, I mean, again, Bournemouth. I mean, I couldn't, I cannot I believe it, yeah. that I, I was saying to, again, the, we had a Bournemouth fan in the chat as well, and I can't believe I was saying I'm looking at Bournemouth staying up and Leicester going down. Yeah. Yeah, fair play to them. I mean, again, they've got... Um, Got a lot of spirit there. The, the fact that they were, were pulled back very late on against Spurs, but then managed to pull out and you know come back and get an, a late winner was it was fantastic. You know they they got the result against us, I'm back. so they um, you know that there's clearly a team spirit there at Bournemouth to do what they've done in the last couple of games, um, yeah. and they're fighting for him. So. Be fair play to Bournemouth. You know they they haven't got the most talented squad, but they're making do with what they've got. And they, uh, as I say, that that never say say die spirit that they seem to have found from somewhere is serving them well. Whether they can keep that up, I'm not sure. No. But uh, but particularly on uh, on Sunday, uh, I would be hoping for them to get a result against West Ham. Yeah, again, I mean Bournemouth, 33 points, eight games to go. You've got to look at it and go, yeah, they're pretty much you know that they they. they they could be safe and well done to them when you can get the start of the season. Yeah. They had the cardigan in charge and they'd lost 9 0 to Liverpool. So, you know, it's been a fair, fair turnaround. Uh, going into this game, I mean, again, looking at that, that 3 1 against um, Man City, let's be honest with you, there's bigger teams than us this season. And they? they are the reigning, you know, champions of England. Yep. They're battling to keep that title. And we only conceded two goals. Well, the yeah. goal difference, if you like. Yeah, the goal difference only took the battery of two, yeah. 
Yeah, you so and you've mentioned this a few times. So our goal difference is minus fourteen. Now Southampton is minus twenty-nine, Forest thirty-three, uh Everton twenty-two, Leeds twenty. Um th- there's some I mean that every time that Liverpool Liverpool scored against Leeds, I was cheering just for the yeah. <laughs> get more get, take the record, I don't mind, just keep doing mm. it. That I mean, all right, West Ham are minus twelve in fairness, but that could be, you know, like you say, and I think you've said this quite a few times, this is the worth a point. Definitely. And I think that's what was important from that Man City was, you know, I I, as, I think I'd gone for a 2-0 defeat, to be honest. I said I'd be happy with the, with mm. just a two damage to the goal difference as it, as it kept kept us in uh, in a good spot with that. And as and, it, and it's worth a point. And, and you can see how quickly it can change. I mean, yeah. Leeds have lost, you know, minus nine. In the last two games, they, they were on minus eleven, and they were now at minus twenty. So, yeah. you know, it was important for us, I think, to to manage to stem the tide when it went to three nil, and then come back strongly enough to to get a goal and and, uh, and and maintain the two. Yeah, which again, I don't think we would have seen under the previous uh, management mm. team. But look, you know that that was then. This is now, as they say. Um, You've, we, we, so we've got Dean Smith in now. I think hopefully he'll get he'll get a good welcome. Um, yeah. Uh, and just to go back to what Jay brought up, just to very quickly mention it for me, Jay, you know, Dean Smith, Shakespeare, and uh, and John Terry. I think without really trying, we've stumbled on the best option that we could have had to keep, try and keep us up. I I would not feel this confident if Jesse Marsh was in charge. Uh, obviously, the you know the manager who's uh, who's got a big ego but hasn't got the talent to match it. Um, who else turned us down before Jesse Marsh? Well, Potter did, obviously. Uh, yeah. Rafa Benitez, no. Uh, I mean, I know everybody says, "Oh, well, look, you know what he did at look what he did at Newcastle." No. Yes, he took him down. Uh, and I think that those three coming in. Because he, I don't think we talked about it last week. The experience that he's had, you know, Thomas Frank, you know, because we always say, don't we? Well, Ranieri won it on, you know, the back of uh, Pearson's team. Well, I think Frank's having the success on the back of possibly Dean Smith's team, and he was only in fifth place when Norwich sacked him. And I think we have stumbled upon the best option we could have had. Because we could have had Lampard, we could have had Gerard, you know. And I think we've stumbled on a very good team that will get us battling. I think so. I think that the, the fact that he's managed to get John Terry as well. Now, whether mm. Terry would stay if we went down, I could see the other two. You know, I could see I could see Smith and Shakespeare, but not necessarily um, John Terry. But I think as a three... Um, mm. I, I think I, I agree with you, Chris. I think you know you've got three new voices rather than one new voice. Um, mm. Three Englishmen, three people who have been around, who have got a lot of experience between them of all types of football, winning at the very highest level, relegation battles. Mm. Um, they've between them all, they've seen everything. To be fair, yes. So yeah. you would hope that those three fresh voices will instill some confidence and uh, and give everyone a new start. And we saw it with uh, with Cags, who put in a, a pretty decent performance, to be honest. Uh, I was weekend. just going to mention him. I mean, 
I had him as my man of the match, and I know a few other people did as well. A lot of people gave it to to, to Nacho, and I and I get that. But my God, what are we missing? I mean, at one point I, he he was going forward. He was well. I think it was just before um, uh, what's he called? Um, KDH lost the ball and gave it to Nini. But he he went forward and he, he played a superb pass down the wing to Christiansen, uh, almost yeah. Harry Maguire esque. You know the way he was marauding into the. I thought. This is what we've been missing. Now, mm. I know um, I know that, you know, there's some, something has gone on and we, we won't know, will we? We'll never know. No. But, but this... I think, I think to, what that showed to me was that to get the best out of um, Cags, he probably needs to be in a three to yeah. allow him that freedom to go on a run like that, knowing there's still two centre-halves there and the left-back can fill in behind him as well because he came through, had one long run, didn't he, when when he finished up on the penalty spot and should have been played back in for a, for an attempt on goal. Yeah. But I think it gives him a little bit more freedom. I think it gives the, 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 the centre-halves either side of the centre-centre-half the freedom to step out into the hole with the ball and create attacks from there. Um if there's an opportunity, if a team's dropping back uh, and trying to press, you've got an extra person, an extra body to actually come out with the ball. So I think it can work as an attack starter as well as uh, yes. as shoring up the the, the centre as well. I mean, we're going to you know, I'm going to let you pick the team in a, in a later in the show. But uh, would you be happy uh, going into the um, rest of the season with three at the back? Because to me, they're about like the first 20 minutes. But look who we're up against. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but with the games that we've got coming up, uh, Liverpool's, you don't know what Liverpool's going to turn up. Mm. So that could be winnable. Would you be happy with the three at the back? I think so, based on what I saw last week, to be honest. And it also allows a little bit more freedom for your fullbacks to go forward. Yeah. Um, if there's three. And we know we've got two fullbacks who want to get forward. Uh, whether it's Christensen or, or Thomas. I mean, Christensen, I don't know if he's got a knock or something or why he came off, whether it was purely tactical. I think it was we tactical. Know, I really yeah, we know, tactical. Yeah, Christensen does like to, to sort of maraud forward a little bit and, uh, and Castagne does on the right-hand side as well. So I think that allows them more freedom and particularly with not having Harvey Barnes, I, I, I'm not sure whether he'll be back. Um, I wouldn't have thought so. Without having Harvey Barnes and the natural wide players... You get your width from the fullbacks, so I think it, yeah. it works on both both uh, both senses to me. Yes, um, Scott. Sorry, uh, we were losing Cags this summer. Maybe who knows? I mean, there's been no offers have come in for him, has there? So who knows? He may just decide to, to resign, and I I'd be happy for him to resign. And come the end of the season, we will be doing another snog, marry, avoid. Uh, as he keep get out. Uh, Nate's asking new to the new to the party, asking about Shakespeare. Scott, I'm sure we'll will do us a favour and answer answer Nate if you don't mind, Scott. Uh, Andrew, manager and the player shouldn't uh, hold grudges. We well we know that, but uh, somebody didn't. Uh, Evans, if you see him playing again, willing uh, not willing. Sorry, don't see Evans if he plays again, willing to take any defensive advice. From Terry, um, he's got to because Terry's Terry's his boss, really, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd be disappointed 
uh, if you didn't, I think you can always learn at whatever level of football that you've played at. Um, but you're right, Boris, we don't know how receptive certain players are to taking um, advice and coaching from people that they probably see as their contemporaries. I mean, there's not a great age difference between them, uh, no. but you would hope he'd be open to it. I think he, I per- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I personally think he will be. I think he's, uh, you know, we're not talking a, a Ben Chilwell or something here. You know, I think he's uh, old enough and wise enough to, to, to know, you know, it's for the good of the team. Uh, Leon says, is Wolves getting the biggest of the season? For me, I think it could be the West Ham game, at the, the last game of the season. I think as it goes at the minute, the next game is is always the biggest game of the season, mm. because if we if we win this, you know the next one is still the biggest game of the season against Leeds because it's uh, it's a six point swing, isn't it? So um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So I, I think we're just going to have a um, have a, a series of biggest games of the season now. Right. Now bear with me because. Um... I'm gonna. It might take me a while to get this right this time. Well, that's small, isn't it? So let us. Um, there we go. That's better. Right. So let's let's have a look at picking the team because it's his first team at home, and and uh, we may or may not agree on some of these. I don't know, uh, but I haven't had time to redesign it, so you will probably be able to see all my spelling mistakes here. So <laughs> of. On the one hand, let me just get the uh, Leicester City team up on LCFC home so that uh, I know I can learn how to spell Ian Acho. <laughs> I'm, I'm nothing if not uh, if not prepared. Um, I've been impressed with Everson in fairness uh, since he came in. I feel yeah. a big. I mean, I was a big fan of Ward, as you know. Um, yeah. Schmeichel, I, I sorry. I mean, I said at the start he had to go. Maybe. He had fallen out with with Rogers. Who knows? But I think Everson uh, should be. I think he is the slightly better of the two goalkeepers now. I think so. I don't. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think occasionally his uh, his distribution is a little Schmeichel esque, shall we say? But um, but his his shot stopping has been excellent. To be fair, so yeah, I think he he, he keeps his spot. Yeah. Uh got to find him again now uh, is it me or can we not find it this is a good start isn't it yeah. ah there we go there we go now the other thing of course is what um, what formation in front of him I'd be looking at a 5-3-2 I think 
Yes. Please say I've got a 532. There we go. I'm, I am totally. I always thought I was a four-four-two, but I just thought we that second half display. And mm. I'm not, you can say they took the big guns off, but they brought some bloody big ones back on again. Uh, yeah, their B team should easily beat our B team. Let me put it that our A team. I mean, let's be honest. Um, now uh, let's go from the left here. Um, just find the left one. There we go. Um, you going for Christensen or are you going to start Thomas? Because I thought Thomas did really, really well in that second half when he came on. Yeah, he did, he did do well, to be honest, but I'd, I'd go with uh, Christensen at left back. Right. Are you on the left? You're on the left centre half. I there, am on the you? left. Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, yeah, so left centre half, um, Soyuncu. So, 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 Christian. On the left, no, cause you, no, because you've got you're you're on the left of three centre halves there, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. So, so the left oh, sorry, of the three oh, centre halves. Yes. Sorry, yeah. sorry. There we go, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the middle, uh, Faust for me. Really, more more than Sutar in the middle. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you could work either of those. I mean, you could say that Suter is is probably least likely to bring the ball out, so you could have uh, Fars and, and Soyuncu as the two wide. But I think you definitely have Soyuncu left, and then you could yes. work either of those two. Yeah, no, I, I, I well, I'd certainly have those three at the back, definitely. Yeah. Um, and they've got to be interchangeable, haven't they? That's the thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so left wing back, we're going to go Christensen. Yep. Can I just say I'm very, very impressed that you uh, you've not gone for Ryan Bertrand. <laughs> well, you know he's back in training apparently. You know, well, miraculously he played, he played in the under twenty ones, didn't he? Of course, yeah. Yes, yeah, miraculous. As soon as his mate John Terry's turned up. Yes. Um. Uh, and you've obviously you know you've 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 again res resisted the urge to go with Vestergaard. I have indeed, yes. Um, yeah, I, I think he he just needs to show a little bit more in those under twenty one games. <laughs> uh, Castagna, I'm presuming on yep. the right. Yep. Okay. Now on the left of the centre three, um, I'm going to go Mendy. On the on on the left of the centre. Yeah, because I, I I see those three as being the centre one pushed forward a bit, and the two either side sitting in slightly behind. Okay, so you're going to go Mendy. So they're almost a defensive two. Okay, with a number uh, ten in front. Uh, too many. Oh, there we go. Okay, uh, I can see you thinking uh, on the other side. I think uh, I know where, where I would be going with this, but where are you going to go with this? Dennis Pratt. Oh, you're a good man. A I think what you've man. got in Mendy, Mendy and Pratt is two people who can look after the ball better yes. than KDH and indeed to be fair. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I'm going to discuss KDH with you afterwards, to be honest with you. Uh, and in the middle? Madders. Madison. 
I was actually going to type Madders then and expected him to come <laughs> up. <laughs> um, on the left of the front two. Uh, Dakar. And I'm guessing, and let me just get his name up here. Uh, we are going here, Nacho, are we? We are indeed. Yeah. That to me, I've got to say, is uh, the perfect team that we've with the players we've got at the moment. That should be the perfect team. So Unchu's done enough to keep himself in there. Mendy, mm. you can't you can't keep picking Indeedy. Um, no. I'm sorry, you can't. He is just how many times has he handballed that the ball? It, it, you know, yeah. If, if he's playing as a it's, defender, he, he takes players down. If he's if he playing as a midfielder coming back, he hand he handballs it. Um, but no, I agree, I agree 100% with you there. We'll just have a look at what people are saying and then um we'll we'll have a chat about a very quick chat about so i'm conscious of the time for you um uh let's just get back up here uh every game friday is the biggest yet we've got four monday games we'll talk about that again every game from now on is the biggest they're all agreeing with you uh chris i disagree with the formation you were showing straight away i had but i hadn't updated it so We'll wait see. I put I put the goalkeeper in first. Uh Nate, three centre backs again. It's what we've gone. Um yeah. I I all I know it wasn't my formation, Scott. That was a default one that comes up when you load the app up. So um uh he agrees with you on that. Uh Everson did a good save last game. He is yeah, he is building that confidence up, isn't he? He is, yeah. Uh, no, he's doing well. Uh Vestergaard is injured again, is he? Who knew? Who knew? Um, Everson shouldn't be starting over Ward uh, at the start. Everson should have been starting over Ward at the start of the season. Uh, ratings don't mean anything. I saw him versus Stockport. He saved us, to be honest. Well, yeah, I don't. That's a separate. We've 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 done that, haven't we? We've done that many many times. Uh, Always liked your thinking regarding the players and formation, Craig, or oh, a bit of yes, a bit of man love going on here. <laughs> <laughs> what Noah Marty? I've got I've got to um own up to something here. That every if any, well, those that know me, I've I i did not used to like a Marty, did I, Craig? No, you didn't, no. no. Uh but the last last season I actually had him down as the most improved player. And in fairness, we would have been uh, in the in the poo without him. Uh, let's be honest with you, with our, our defensive injuries. Um, that said, I was on a podcast uh, on Tuesday night, and uh, it was it was about Leicester season. It's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. It'll be on Twitter and everything, so you can listen to it. But it was, it was all about Leicester. And at the end, they do a bit of a, a, a quiz, which is well, not a quiz as such. It's uh, Absolutely or absolutely not. And you, they give you so many players. So I think it was six players. And you had to say you would absolutely keep them or absolutely get rid of them. There was no middle ground. You couldn't go, well, maybe loan him. It was absolutely key. I might pinch it, to be honest with you. I did like the idea. And I had to say, I'm afraid, unfortunately, the Marty absolutely let him go. Wow. Okay. Am I being unfair there, do you think? 
Um, I, I, Amati, like a lot of Premier League footballers, has a mistake in him. Mm. But I think he's he's a very good squad player and he is someone who doesn't throw his toys out of the pram when he's not in the team. And, you know, when, when he, if he has to get brought on, he will give everything that he's got. He's not a moaner. I've, I've seen him improve in terms of his confidence in talking on the pitch. You see it more so when you're actually at the game and you can see um, what he's doing when the ball's on other areas of the pitch. He's the one who's been doing a lot more of the talking and trying to organise people. So, uh, depending on who else you've got, uh, I you know I think he's a, he's a decent squad player, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Craig thinks, uh, thinks we should do that. Sorry, Scott thinks we should do that. Mm. Apparently, West Ham have equalised, so it's 1-1 yeah. uh, on that. They're looking at the semis, I think. Um, I remember a while ago, you, you, you've you not been the biggest fan of Barnes. I think that's fair to say. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and you always said that um, Brendan Rodgers would be crucified on his own cross of, of Harvey Barnes yeah. or less of that effect. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's come a bit like that with KDH? Uh, potentially. I mean, he looks like he's playing with a weight of the world on his shoulders, to be honest. You know, he is the the homegrown talent who's managed to make it through and uh, and kept his place in the team. But yeah. it all looks like it's a little bit much. And I, I, I think taking him out of the firing line will do him some good at, at the moment, to be honest. He does. I mean, in fairness to him, he's played. Um, he's played a lot. He's played most games because because Rogers obviously wouldn't, yeah. you know, dare drop him or. But like you say, you know, yeah, he had his favours, and it was it was so obvious. Um, but yeah, like you say, I think he could probably do with with time out of the uh, out of the firing line. Um, but uh, the other thing I wanted to, to, to say is we saw. Lindidi back, and we saw Vardy starting yet again. Now, I mean, as I said, I know Sadler when he came, I, he he was just trying to please the crowd and get him on his side. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how anybody can take over a team that's just sacked the manager because we are in the relegation zone and decide it was a good idea to play the same formation and play the same players that have been playing under the guy that's just been sacked. But look, that's what Sadler did. And we know he played Vardy to get the fans on his side. Um, despite what Boris says in respect to Boris, Vardy is, is, is bulk shot now, I'm afraid, you know, mm-hmm. as a, certainly as a starter. Um, do you think that the Vardy and indeed the selections were Shakespeare? I think so, to be honest. I think um, he was going with what he knew. You know, and basically yeah. giving them the opportunity to, again, have a fresh start this season. You know, they'd, they'd been out in the cold a little bit. Indeed, he had had a couple of injuries. Um, so I think he probably went with players that he thought he could trust. Mm. But, you know, you're going back four seasons now, yeah. uh, four or five seasons. So since he's been here, uh, and I hope that they are of strong enough mind and character to see that they have to put all kind of um, uh, previous relationships um, aside and, and pick the best team to get the job done. 
Indeed. I, I, mean, I'm, I know you don't like me saying this, but I, I certainly consider the Man City game a free hit. Because um, yeah. I don't think with the best will in the world we were going to get anything. Not saying that we couldn't, because it's been one of those seasons, but 99%, I mean, none of us went for a Leicester win. Let me put it that well, apart no. from Steve Lynex, and there's a reason he's bottom of the league <laughs> when we do it, uh, predict that the the show prediction league. Um, and I think he said, well, all right, let, let, let's see it. Let's see how we get on. And hopefully Dean Smith's going, right, one up front Vardy doesn't work. You know, yeah. So you back, that worked. Yeah, and I think hopefully he, he's looking at that and taking, you know, the positives and negatives because that's, he could do it in that game. And mm. he, he was very clever because I think he's done that without risking our goal difference. Yeah, I think so. You know, he, he might stick with Vardy, but, but give him a partner, to be honest. Um, uh, but he must have realised that he can't play him as a sole striker anymore. No, uh, I mean, I think that was was obvious to anybody, to be honest. Yeah. And for me, I mean, again, he was supposed to be this great coach, but it was almost like he'd got Barnes and KDH to a certain level. Um, and that's as far as he's, he's not taking them on to that ne- next day. So it'll be interesting. Like you say, we, we, <laughs> you just want whoever's out there, if they can get the goals, let's just... Player that he does now, Boris said, like I said, because obviously he wants to defend Vardy and wind us all up. But uh, Daka fills no one with confidence. I mean, it wasn't so long ago we were saying that about um, Ianacho, and he was in the same position where he was getting 10 15 minutes a game. True, and I know when uh, when Daka scored his hat trick in Europe, everybody was saying that he's you know, we've finally found. The Vardy yeah. replacement, you know, it doesn't become a bad player. I don't think he's had a run of games, to be honest. Uh, and I think also, like everyone else, he suffered from a uh, from a confidence uh, issue that the whole the whole team has. But he still gives you that option, as Vardy, if Vardy wanted to do it, to stretch the teams. If you've got one who's looking to run in behind and one who's looking to come short, it puts doubt. In the in the minds of the defenders, and, and what it enables you to do, if you've got a back two sort of uh, here that are picked up with Inacho on one, Dakar on the other, and one comes short, it creates that space very much like Harland ran into, where you've got one player coming short and the, and he can dart in because the other centre half is is dragged out to create a hole in behind him. So if you get two strikers like that working in tandem. Uh, one who wants to come short and drag a, a defender out, and the other one who wants to run in behind. I think that could work. Indeed, uh, and you, you you can't blame anybody. You know, we we blame them. We blame Vardy. We you know Boris blames Daka, and uh, but the whole team, let's be honest, has been shite this season for whatever reason. And we can say, you know, whether that's the manager, whether that's the players, whatever. You cannot. I mean, you know, even Madison is probably one of our best player, and Tielemans, mm. they haven't played well all of the time all season. And I think the whole team, though, is struggling, and it's hard to play well. And like Vardy, yes, he wasn't getting the um, the, the the through balls. You know, I mean, Dean Smith, one of the first things he said was, we're not getting the ball through quick enough. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with Dakar. Yeah. 
True. I think um, Dakar looks more eager to make runs than, than Vardy, I would say, at the minute. And, you know, it could be that Vardy uh, has just got f- sort of fed up almost of making run after run after run and not getting the ball and thinks, you know, now I'm just going to wait until they do play it. But yeah. I don't think you can do that. You have to be one step ahead of the of the defenders. You can't wait because if you can read the uh, read the path, uh, the pass, the defenders can read the pass. Yeah. Um, you see the best strikers are the ones who are already on the move before the defenders have even known it. Uh, and, and if you can steal a yard or two, then that's often enough to get you in. And he's 36. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right, yeah. at 36, he can run quicker than when I was 16. I'm not going to argue with that, but he's, he's not going to have the speed. I mean, I think it was the Telegraph or the Independent, the report is saying like, yeah, he, he hasn't got the speed that he had. No, no, you, you know, you, you can't keep it going the whole time. So I think he was encouraged by um, Brendan to conserve energy uh, and to not make as many runs. And I think that's a hard habit to get out of once mm. you've been asked to play a certain way to then start thinking I'm going to make every run. So, you know, I'm not necessarily blaming Vardy for it. I think he's been put into a mindset and at his age, I think it's difficult to change. Yes. Yeah. yeah and I, and I, I, Scott, what you said there, yeah, definitely. Yes. When uh, when Thomas came in, all three of them all come through the youth system, all had some great chemistry between them, could read each other and, and play some nice, really nice triangles. But again, they were playing with confidence when they, they felt confident enough to do it. Uh, and now... You know, without confidence, you just give the ball back where it's come from and, and you get off the ball as quickly as you can. Yeah. A couple of uh, points just want to make from the news. Um, James has returned to training, uh, but he, he won't be playing uh, in the relegation fight, he says here. But it's nice to see back, if only to get him fit enough to sell on to, to Roma and make a bit of money on him. But hopefully he's got a longer contract than most, so, but we've we know that means nothing, uh, especially. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I mean, even if we did go down, I would imagine he's going to be one of the unsellables um, to try and get us back. To be honest. Yes. Yeah. You would hope. You would hope so. Yeah. Um, do you remember when we won the Premier League? It does seem a while ago now, doesn't it? Um, I do remember. I do recall. Yeah. <laughs> we we had a time where I think where. Were Tottenham playing every game before us? And so it closed the gap. And then we played the game at, at the day later and, then go, and we yeah. opened the gap up again. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, whether that was an advantage or not, I don't know. But we've got, after after Leeds, we've got four Monday night games in a row. Yeah. Which means four games on the TV in the row. And in fairness, there's not many champions that have been relegated. Um Leeds did obviously, but that, that was pre Premier League, wasn't yeah. it? Blackburn Rovers. Yeah, it's only, only Blackburn, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So you can see why the TV are doing that. But does that give us an advantage? Because obviously, if it's Monday night, everybody else has played, and we are the last game uh, by the nature of the scheduling. Uh, would that give us an advantage? Do you think? I think it gives us an advantage if the other teams haven't won. Hmm. If the other teams have won, I think it just adds pressure because you know you have to get a result. Otherwise, 
you know, you've lost ground and it's another game gone. So it can work both ways. You know, if if the other teams have lost, you can play with a bit more swagger, maybe a bit more confidence yeah. because, you know, if the worst happened, you've not lost any ground. Um, so it, it, it can definitely work both ways. I think it, it will definitely depend on what results have already happened over the weekend. But you do know what you have to do. That's it. I mean, to me, that's I can again. I, I, I completely agree with you, but I, I do think, in a way, like you say, you, 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 we know what we've got to do. You know, we yeah. know that we have to win the game. So uh, we will. We will see. Again, you know, it's <laughs> my bum has never been as squeaky as they say. But uh, <laughs> right, let us have a look at. Oops, that's the Premier League. I don't want to do that. Uh, I want to have a look at that, which is the um, uh, 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 score predictions, uh, which everybody very kindly uh, filled in. Ian Wilson, again, we're still waiting for. Um, I should send his a day earlier, shouldn't I, really? But uh, uh, we're all feeling a lot more confident than we were when we played uh, Man City because nobody went for the win. Um, no. But if we have a look at it there, uh, Brad has gone for a 3-0. Um, I've gone for a 2 1 because I still think we've got a goal conceding in us. You've gone 2 0. Uh, Tags has gone 2 1. Ian Marshall, being Ian Marshall, he's gone for a couple of losses in the next two games, in which case we'll be down. And he thinks we're, he thinks we're going down. And fair enough. You know, I can't, you can't argue with that. Uh, like I say, Ian Wilson, we're still waiting here. Steve Linitz has gone 1 0. He thinks it's, it could almost be over. Uh, but Walsh has gone 2-1 as well. But, I mean, Steve Leinitz does play the devil's advocate sometimes and reverse psychology. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's looking... Um, we'd, we'd take any of those apart from Marshes and Leinitz's, wouldn't we? I think so. I think you just need to be looking at uh, at three points here now. We, we're not in a position... Um, even a point in these home games isn't really enough. You've got to be looking at getting all three. Yeah. And if um, it's 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 about to me again, bugger the performance. I mean, West Ham. All right, they played very very well against Arsenal, but the two games they had before that were apparently some of the most boring games that West Ham have seen in years. Yeah. But they won, I think, both of them one nil. That's what we need to do because they got six points and are probably safe now. Um, You've got to. It's a. It's about winning ugly, isn't it, or winning at any cost? It is. It is whatever you've got to do to win and win the game. You, you've got to do, and uh, which makes it difficult because you want to come out and you want to be on the front foot. You want to start busy, but you don't want to concede because yes. then, particularly against a team like Wolves, who have got a decent defensive record, to be honest, they're hard to break down. So, at that first goal for either team is is all important in it is, as it is in most games but i would suggest even more so in this one yeah and just out of interest um after the manchester city game should we have a look what the league looked like yeah yeah and uh, excuse the brentford thing up there but uh <laughs> i haven't updated it uh but uh yeah, most of us, if we were managing Leicester, would have got the team relegated a long time ago. <laughs> no, but uh, all yeah. I can say, Craig, is thank God for Steve Linex for you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Now then, um, it is time to end the show, but what do we end the show with? 
we end uh, the show with a defeat for me. Well, in fairness, I thought I made it easy for you last time, um, going with um, Jerry Taggart. Uh, but actually, looking back, it probably was harder than I thought it was. Mm. But I've, 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 every, I've literally because it's it's made it four two to me now. <laughs> so I've got to do this to make give you a chance here. I'll not give you a chance. That's being condescending. But I think. You won't have a problem with this one. I don't really, really say go. that. Uh, let me just have a look that I'm going to click on the right thing and not show you who the uh, who the player is. No, I'm not. Here we go. He loves Peterborough United. So I don't know whether that's a clue or not. No, um... But here we go. Ah, a Wolves player. Yeah, I'm not particularly happy with that, i got to say, to be honest. My mind doesn't work quickly enough on these. That's the problem. Uh, excuses, everybody. Excuses. I remember when you were doing the quiz the other way around before, and it was never yeah. a case of, oh, Chris, I'm going to give you five minutes because I know your mind doesn't work very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> remember any of that. Yeah, There's, no hurry. Right. There's no hurry at all. So Grimsby Town... Uh, Peterborough, I'm guessing that was a loan first of all, then he went to Peterborough, then Norwich, then Peterborough again, then Wolves, then ourselves, then Swansea, and then Cambridge. So it is quite recently. Um, we got yeah, 2023. 20, he's gone to, he's still playing, he is still playing. Yeah, so who did we sell to? And we only had by the looks of that, we only had him on a loan. Well, possibly. Ah, oh, it's got to be the um, surely. I can't remember his name though. The glorious centre half that we had, who had that um, fantastic game against um, Spurs. I think when Harry Kane put him on his backside. I need a name though. Yeah, I know, and I can't get the name. I can picture him, but I can't get his, the name. His Wikipedia page doesn't go. Isn't called the player that was put on his ass by you, Harry Kane. Yeah, but you you know exactly who who that I know who this is. Um, what I'm going to do? Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can, I can't pull his I can name out. See you struggling so much, hmm. and I'm guessing that you have got it right. In fairness, hmm. but obviously with no name, I, I I am going to give you a half point. Oh, right, you're going to call it a a, a glorious draw on this well, I'm one. Well, I'm not going to give me a half, but right, I'm going okay. to give you a half, is what I mean. What is his name? Jesus. Um, I wouldn't have known it from any of the other clubs, to be honest, only looking at the fact that he came from Wolves and we only had him on loan. I think if I just put the Wolves and the Leicester, you know, if I just put the two teams up, yeah. that would just make these things impossible. So yeah, I'd no, it's right. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have known anything. I, no. I can picture him. I can picture him as clear as day. Um, but could I pull a name out in the time that you're allowing me? No. Well, I, I can allow you as much as you want. I mean, I, I, I can nip to the toilet. Well, yeah. once. I can find <laughs> the neighbour's dog and take him for a walk. Yeah. What would I do?
You're not going to get it, are you? I, no, I've I've tried to get his uh, get his name out of my head. Um, I, I think I think we've we've given you the 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 yeah. the, 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 the time. No, you no, are, that's fine. Just you yeah, are give me give me the that. right player. You are on the right player, yeah. and I'm going to give you half a point for that. I'm not going to give myself anything uh, oh, right. because that. you haven't not yeah. got it. If you know what I mean. No, I that's think fine. That's yeah. fair. What's, his, what's his initials? You've not, not for the point. It. You yeah. described it very well. Well, in the name that I've put up, it's RGB. But I think oh, you right. probably okay. think it's RB. It is an official initials. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Bennett. Yeah. That was no, it's definitely, it's definitely who I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. we had on loan for a short period of yes. time. Disastrous yeah. loan. Um, yeah. Ryan, as I put there, Ryan Gordon Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was it that bad? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Again, he came in think, as only the the only signing, and it was a loan, wasn't it? You know. Yeah. Um, you know what? It, it probably wasn't as bad as we all remember. But the yeah. game that he was really bad in, he was really bad in, uh, and I think, um, and I think that's why, you know, he he's thought of uh, so fondly, to be honest, because yes. that that game against Spurs was just an absolute shocker. Yeah. Um, and and that's the one he'll be remembered for, sadly. Unfortunately, yes. But I mean, I think when you look at it, it was completely underwhelming, wasn't it? That 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 window, and oh, a, yeah. a player that couldn't even get into a Wolves team. No disrespect to Wolves, but if you're yeah. saying like, oh, we took one of Man City's defenders, oh, no. yeah, if, you, if you if you stayed up to watch Sky Sports after being told we're hearing news that Leicester are going to sign someone, so you stayed up, but specifically for that. And then you got Ryan Bennett. You'd be uh, you'd be very disappointed. You would, you would indeed. I uh, hope, but but no, I think that's the fairest uh, fairest outcome there. I appreciate that, Chris. Um, no, I, I'm nothing if not fair. Um, <laughs> Scott went three two Leicester. He thinks it's going to be a goal fest. Nate said, um, oh, Boris said Gordon. Uh, Nate said, great show. Thank you, Nate. Predicting a one nil win. Uh, Scott went Ryan Bennett. Um, to be honest, I had to look at the current players in the Cambridge squad. Well, at least you're being <laughs> honest. At least you're being honest, Scott. Now, seeing as you are so good at quizzes and you are going to be hosting a new quiz for us come the end of the season, um, yeah. which will be called with a big fat Leicester quiz. Um, and, and I don't think I got to reply, but I did put a question out to you on WhatsApp earlier. Um, and um, would that would you be interested yes. in the first? Contestant? It's probably only fair, isn't it, that I can. Um, obviously, um, it'll be a different question, Master. But uh, no, I'm I'm happy to be a guinea pig to show people how how the quiz would work. Indeed, it'll be me as the question yeah. master. So mm. expect some Ryan Bennett questions. And to be honest, I think the last time I was on one of your quizzes, I didn't do particularly well on the Leicester questions. I think I did well on the opposition's questions. I think you did actually, yeah. <laughs> did you? I think you went through though. I think you did actually. Did, no, I did win it. Yeah, I did yeah. win, but I I got yeah. more off the the opponent than I did of yes. uh, of my home. <laughs> yes. uh, Spencer, good evening. How are you? He's gone to one Leicester. And Scott's just uh, West Ham have gone ahead, so they're winning 2 1, 3 2 on aggregate now. Craig, you're going to the match? I will be indeed, yes. Yes. 
So if you are free on Monday, we have obviously got to have the match. We're going to try and fit two shows in. We have the match review and the um, uh, possibly, if we can fit you in, uh, the preview of Leeds, which will you know be either happy or sad depending how we got on against Wolves. Um, you you on Twitter? How can people find you on Twitter? Yeah, just uh, I think it's just at Craig Bird. Uh, on Twitter, I was an early adopter, so I got my own name with yeah. no number. I, lo- I love the fact that you go, you look at me as if sort of I know, sort of thing. Yeah, but, uh, but no, brilliant. Um, thank you so very much. Fingers crossed for three points at the weekend. We need that, don't we? We so need we four games. Need These four games will yeah. decide our season because it's the last time. I think we need we need four points from Wolves and Leeds. I think so, minimum. I, you know, I yeah. think I'd be hoping for uh, for and for six. But obviously, if if it's going to go any way, I would rather us get a point against Wolves and take three off Leeds. To be honest, yeah, yeah, um, that's the way I would. That in the worst case scenario, I think yeah. is, the, is what I would like. But yeah, like you say, six would be nice. And of course, yeah. then we've got Everton at home. Uh, Everton's away form absolutely rubbish, but then again, it was last season when they came. Only won yeah. one game away all season and uh, and beat us. Uh, yeah. And it will be Fulham's last game before the return of Mitrovic. Yes. Um, so yeah, maybe hopefully a good time to play them, but uh, uh, you never know. But th- these are the games where you know the season's going to be. Uh, won or lost as it were you know and which will dictate which division we're uh, we're playing in do you think and i will leave uh, this will definitely be the last question it's harder because we've had the, the success recently i think so i mean any of us of a certain age uh prior to um us getting promoted and and having the great escape and, and winning the league this was our everyday every season fair you know we were you know, we, we had four seasons of top 10, I think, under Martin O'Neill, and they were the glory years. Yes. I think I've said it before on air, walking to the ground with my with my son, Scott, uh, and saying, enjoy this, because this is as good as it's going to get. You know, we, we'd had four years of top 10. Yeah. Um, little to, uh, did we know what was going to follow, but we had to hit the low before we hit the high. So uh, this, this was our life. And, you know, I've spoken to two people who, are as as disappointed as they will be if we go down are quite looking forward to a season in the championship as well because it's like a return to the Leicester of old of of trying to win something again rather than just tread water I think it keeps the uh and I mean a lot of what I say uh whether it's on Twitter and in the Facebook group or on here is obviously not always my actual thoughts because mm-hmm. that's what you know we do as presenters um it might actually bring us back down to earth a little bit because it may be i think no sorry chris I, yeah I, it may well do it, it may well give those sort of more recent fans a, a, a view of what life is really like as a, a leicester fan the the damaging thing will be that we will probably lose more players than we would have done if we'd have stayed up yeah. and whether that then has a knock-on effect to 
the stadium expansion being um, put on hold. There's a lot of other things that it could affect. Um, so in an ideal world, yeah, we, we, we need to, to, to stay up. But look, at the end of the day, you know, I can remember us going down to League One and I can mm. just remember sat there thinking, and I think it's the same this season. We have been so bad all season, mm. it's, you just kind of resigned to it. And I know when we went down, and that was more than one season when we were awful, but it was just a yeah. case of it was coming, you know. But yeah. uh, hopefully, look, we've done it once. And Craig Shakespeare was here when we did The Great Escape. This could be The Great Escape, The Return. The sequel. <laughs> yeah. The sequel, that's the, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you very much. Uh, so fingers crossed. Get out there and follow Craig, guys, at Craig Bird. And thank you, as always, for coming on. Hopefully get a chance to, to see you on Monday night. And just fingers crossed, I'm going to be, I can say, I'm still waiting for that commode to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everyone. Thanks a lot. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you so very much there to Craig. Uh, nervous, tense, nervous headache, definitely. Uh, Scott, cheers. We are going now as well, so thank you very much. Um, let us let us pray and let us hope that we can do something. Um, it, it, it is boring. But look, you know, at the end of the day, we go down. We're not getting bombed. We haven't got, you know, um, you know, Russia invading us. You know, we haven't got um, um, cheers, Craig. Yep, all the best. Um, you know, we, we, we will still wake up the next morning, go to work, do whatever we do uh, on the Monday morning. Feel down, of course we will. But we've still got a club. And we haven't got a club that's going to be deducted points like Derby were. Uh, remember, you know, in the past, let's be honest with you, you, can, you know, it's not so long ago, the first season in the KP or Walkers as it was then, we'd got relegated and we'd got relegated and gone into administration. Not that bad yet, guys. It's not bad. Um, and there is, there is totally, Nate, totally, there is positivity back. And that is good to see and hear. Guys, I will be back tomorrow, uh, possibly doing a match preview. Um, not a match preview, match uh, press conference review. Um, we're going to try and fit that one in with Brad if I can. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, with the prediction show, hopefully with Steve Linux. Thank you to everybody that was in the show uh, and joining in the chat. Thank you so much to everybody. It really is appreciated. Um, thank you to, to, to my wise old friend for being on as well. Um, and thank you to everybody who's listening on the podcast, uh, Lester Till I Die. It is much appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and like, and click on that notification bell. And for just one ninety-nine of your good English pounds, you can become a member. And then when we get more members in, we're going to have special members-only shows and do a lot more for the members. Uh, we just need to obviously get the numbers up. Uh, I'll see you, like I say, tomorrow. Thank you so very, very much. Um, this has been LTID TV. I've been Chris. This is Marilyn. Good night. These videos are so dreamy. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to click the notification bell.
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.